Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. And we've got the phone lines wide open. I'm Rosie. My son, Romy, is right here. We're in the studio here to take your calls, hear out your questions about your house, home, castle, or cabin, and see if we can't help you with whatever it is you're trying to tackle. You call the toll-free number, one 767 4348 My wife, Sweet Jennifer, picks up the phone, finds your name, and your question, and we'll get you on air as quick as we can with the aid and assistance and guidance of our broadcast engineer, Mr. Gary D. So we're a team, and we're here, and we're here for you, the Arizona homeowner. Again, it's one 767 4348 Now, I would be really remiss if I didn't start the show about one point in particular. Folks, if you own a home... And you're sitting on equity in that home, whether you're sitting on equity or not. This past week, with all the global news that's coming up, you can now put a mortgage on your home at the lowest interest rate ever recorded. So think about this. If you've been in your home five, six, seven, eight years, maybe 10 years, you are sitting on a ton of equity. And you're probably in the 5% mortgage interest rate. For people with good credit, uh, that interest rate is approaching, it's below 3.5%. You could refinance your house now if you've got 20 years left on the mortgage, refinance it to a 15 year, your payment will probably be about the same, maybe less. You'll pay it off in five years earlier. Um, I would not encourage anyone to refinance and go back to a 30 year. You're just defeating the purpose of saving the money. But if you've got the opportunity, if your mortgage rate is sitting at five, five and a half, six percent, which many of you are, now is a perfect time. Uh, what, what other perfect time would there be to have a little bit more money and more cash in your pocket instead of the mortgage company's pocket? Uh, it, this is, in spite of all the news that's going on, this is an excellent, excellent opportunity for those of you who are paying attention. I know several people I've talked to in the past couple of weeks who refinanced when they thought it was as low as it was going to get, and they're paying four, four and a quarter percent, which is a good rate. One of them in particular, and they're and they're six years into that mortgage, so from thirty year now they've got twenty four year balance left to make payments. When they ran the numbers, refinanced at the new rate, and took it from a 24-year mortgage to a 15-year mortgage, their payment actually went down a tiny bit. So they're going to pay the house off nine years faster 
with a lower payment. And that won't work for all of you. Some of you may, it'll bounce up a little bit. But boy, what a great opportunity at interest rates this low to jump on board and at the very least do an analysis for it and just see, should you do it or shouldn't you? Now's the time to look at it. And I would be delinquent in my duties of being your best friend if I didn't bring that to your attention. There's a couple companies that are fairly new that are introducing new ways to buy a home. And one of these startups that was mentioned in the Wall Street Journal's mansion section that came out yesterday uh, was developed by a co-founder of Uber. And they are saying, you know, their marketing ploy is we've essentially built a 401k out of your house. And they're selling it that, you know, if you can't afford a 20% down payment or you're competing with another cash buyer, you know, come to us, we'll, we'll help you out. But you're also sharing your equity with them. I don't like that idea uh, that, at all. That, I'd be very uncomfortable sharing anything <laughs> as a homeowner. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that makes me very uncomfortable. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's there's a, a time and place that might help somebody and it might be a good fit, but, man, that that's – your equity is too valuable to your your quality of life right. to right. give that up just to be in a certain home or a certain neighborhood. I, Call of, Galaxy Lending, folks, Rosie Certified. Yeah. That's a good place to start. <laughs> it, re- it reminds me of another call I took this week as well. Some It was a homeowner, and they had heard a program on solar, and they had called the person out, and they had just been at their home the night before, and they called us, and they're like, you know, it all sounds good, but there's just something not right, and we talked through it, and we walked through it, and, you know, even... <clears throat> Even after we talked to it, I'm like, well, if there's a reason you feel something's wrong, there's a good reason for that feeling, and you need to trust your instinct. And they were just trying to get me to talk them out of feeling bad. And I'm like, you really need a second opinion here because there, there's way too many red flags here. And it's all the all the typical stuff. You know, you're, this offer's only good for three days, and you got to make the decision now. I mean, everything was just designed to force, push, force, push. You, you should never have to be forced, pushed to make a decision on your home. And the funniest thing about this, for there, there's two really interesting things about this. First, they're on SRP. So most SRP homes are dual energy, gas and electric. Second, when do you save most on solar? Summertime. And they live in Prescott in their second home during the summer. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not even using the house at the time you need the solar the most. And <laughs> it's like a $30,000 proposal. And, well, it's not supposed to cost us anything. And, and they're like, well, you know, it, it, it's the money's coming somewhere because they're not doing this for free. <laughs> So anyway, if, uh, we're going into the summer months, and this is the time of year we get a lot of, you know, the, the travel industry, the restaurant industry, they hate the summertime. The snowbirds are leaving, the tourism's 
are leaving, but there's not going to be any of that anyway. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> that's Maybe true. not this year. <laughs> but what will be is the typical influx of advertising all over the whether it's radio or TV or internet or magazines or billboards or whatever the place, uh, social media. You see everybody flocking to Arizona and, and Phoenix and Tucson and Casa Grande. You know, all these ways to save money and, you know, reduce your energy costs and live more comfortably and blah, 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 blah. So many of these things, man, the return on investment is just, it, it, it's not a great financial decision. Now, you, it doesn't mean it's a wrong decision. There, there's a lot of value in comfort. And if that's what you're going for, you know, cost and cost isn't a factor to you. Well, then, yeah, maybe, maybe this fill in the blank product is right for you. But, man, <laughs> just there's no reason to waste your equity on different products or services. You're not going to get a return on if you are budget sensitive. Just be real careful. About promises. Um, <laughs> well, and, the, and, and, re, and rate of return. If it's going to take 30 years to get a return on it, what other m things could you do with that money that would be better invested? Well, let me take just a couple minutes here before we go to break and invite you homeowners to call. The lines are open, one 767 4348 And let me just take a, a minute and a half here. And kind of take a load off your shoulders, okay? Many of you are weighed down by the weight of the news this past week. You know, Wall Street Journal headlines. Economy is battered. The Dow posts the worst day since 1987. Well, let me just tell you that these worsts can also present lots of opportunities. Because the, the next day they had the biggest gain. The worst... <laughs> The worst was October of 1987. And folks, I started my remodeling company January 1st, 1988. And there's opportunities here for you as well. Um, don't keep yourself weighed down by the weight of the news. All right, find a way to replenish your inner heart and your inner spirit. And we're going to try and play a part in that every single Saturday. And one of the ways we do that is provide you with tips and information of ways you might be able to take care of things around the house yourself. Maybe you've never tried it. Well, maybe this is a good time to maybe try one or two. And we'll kind of coach you through it. Romy's been insistent for a long time that we need to include more videos on our website. Well, of all the videos we've done at Rosie on the House, there's one about fixing interior doors that's been viewed by more people around the globe than any other video we've ever posted. And it's our featured weekly to-do, fixing swinging doors, doors that we call ghosting. They, they won't stay where you put them, maybe for ventilation purposes into a nursery you want the door just barely cracked, but enough to shut down the light and some of the noise. Maybe it's a door you want left completely wide open, but the door ghosts to a half-closed position or a position you didn't set it in. Well, we address that 
in our weekly to-do. And I'm going to cover it in just a couple of real short tips right after this break. But it's also on video, and I want you to see it. Don't get your windows replaced until you get an education and a quote from the experts at Pella Windows. So we've got Adam Homer in. Your fiberglass product, in my opinion, it's the right window for Arizona. Explain that a little bit. Pella's got a patented process. Uh, they pull trude fiberglass through this die. Uh, it's a matted material. So unlike a like the back of a shower enclosure, you know how it's random strands and yes, you know, it's yes. all pokey. Right, right. That's not what our windows look like. Uh, it looks like almost like a window screen mesh when it comes through and, and ready to uh, to put into the frame. And once it's all heat sealed and and made rigid, it goes through a powder coating process. So you can get a really nice looking window that's very strong, very durable. What matters is how you treat your doors and windows. They are the weakest link. Take the time to think through the right door and window. Pella's two locations in Scottsdale and Tucson. Find them at rosieonthehouse.com under Certified Partners. We're trying to make everything about home ownership easy for you, the Arizona homeowner. That's what we do here at Rosie on the House. One of the ways we do that is by taking calls who people phone in the radio show on Saturday mornings. And let's see if we can't put our experience to work to help them around their house. Right now we have Steve calling from Santan and an open line for you. If you'd like to talk, one 767 48. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, you guys. I just turned you on, and uh, I was just telling Miss Jennifer how I appreciate what you and you guys have done. Uh, I've recorded a few years ago all your tips for air conditioning, which yeah. made me wiser. Okay, and, good, good. <laughs> and what my question is, sir, based on all this, is uh, I'm, I, want, I need new insulation. I've been having different people come through, and one of them was one of these uh, foam insulation people you know they got the open and closed cell and all that yeah yeah and at first i said well that's expensive but then i thought about it creating an envelope um, and i want you to just check my thing and make sure i'm right okay if i create that envelope my air conditioner is going to run more efficiently the ducts aren't in 140 degree temperature he said it'd be about 10 to 15 degrees higher than uh my room uh, okay which is going to be about maybe 85 and it just sounds like it would pay for itself we're not going to move right so okay uh, sounds like that would pay for itself. Am I, is my thinking right along those lines, sir? Well, Steve, tell me how old your house is. 2004. Oh, Still okay. on the first air conditioner. Okay. First air conditioner, 2004. So it was built with uh, the majority of the current codes that we have right now. And what you're considering uh, is actually having the insulation that's sitting on top of your ceiling evacuated out. And then the foam sprayed to the bottom of the roof deck. So now your attic becomes what we consider an insulated space. Uh, We call that cathedral insulation. Now, if your house wasn't originally engineered for cathedral insulation, I'm not going to say it's impossible. But, Steve, it's very hard to do. We have to evacuate the blown-in insulation that you currently have. We have to seal everything about that attic 
it's much easier to do when we're building the home from new. But it can be done in retrofit. It's just hard. Um, tell me a little bit about your 2004 home uh, with its existing air conditioner. How many square feet is it? 2100 got a four-ton uh, Goodman, and it does okay. We and just came out and did the uh, whole house energy audit. Yeah, yeah, and they said, you know, um, they actually estimated a 4.3, but I didn't do the scenario with them where I used foam uh, insulation. Okay. And, uh, you know, I did it with windows. Okay. Uh, so um, I've done some things to improve it, too, because the ducting, when they put it in, uh, they put it in for their convenience, not for efficiency. So I had yeah. multiple Ys coming out of the ducts. They reduced that. They straightened out lines. So it, I don't, and, and I've had to add a return path airs like over Good. the doors and stuff. Okay. To, uh, well, now, so that's all helped out. Now, now, Steve, how many people live in the house? Uh, four right now. Okay. And in Santan, you're an all-electric home, right? Yes, sir, with gas heat. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do have gas heat. Okay. And do you have a swimming yeah, pool? No, sir. Okay. And in the middle of the summer, uh, what temperature do you like to keep the house? Around 78. Okay. I do have uh, solar. I had to lease it because I couldn't afford it. That okay. really helps out. Um, and then I use the temperature temperature differential on my thermometer or my okay. thermostat, and I get really long runs with that. Yeah. So, uh Steve, are you are you seeing your highest summer bills under three hundred dollars? Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, whether the foam insulation is a good idea or not, whether or not it's going to make a more efficient home, it probably is. But you're managing, and with solar aiding you, and your bill as low as it is, I would look some other place for an investment if I was going to use return of investment as my criteria maybe there's something else you want to spend the money on at the house to make your home more comfortable or maybe enhance the man cave a little bit uh, just for pure quality of life enjoyment but the money you're going to spend doing cathedral foam insulation in an existing home isn't going to pay you back any time soon so you okay. might. I I think I've just given you permission to save your money, and find another place to spend it on. Well, I originally was going to do that Centi type uh, fiberglass. Currently, I have cellulose, which is the original, and it's yeah. lower than what it should be. Okay, so maybe I'll stick with that. And I'm still going to add some soffits, you know, to yeah. to make it air better. Okay. Yeah, and so that I, the, and, and you, you and you'll do that for a fraction of what it was going to cost you to create a cathedral insulated attic. So uh, all the reasons you were considering doing it were valid, absolutely valid. But given how well you're managing your electric consumption now, I would say that wouldn't be the first thing I'd do. And Steve, we certainly appreciate your call. You're you're down with the solar at this price. I mean, you're, you're down at about 13 cents a kilowatt. You're that man. You have to spend a lot of money to get much lower than that, which doesn't guarantee any return on investment.
our special guest, Becky Durandall of Arizona Chimney and Air Ducts, family owned and operated. We started the company in 1985 as chimney cleaning, uh, customers requesting dryer vent cleanings. We added air duct cleaning. The worst possible thing you want to happen to your dryer vent is for it to become clogged. That's when the fire hazard is definitely there. We basically use professional grade equipment. Ideally, your laundry room is on an outside wall and it goes straight through to the outside walls and dumps it out. But that's not the case for most people. Many times, the vent duct goes straight up 6 feet, 8 feet, 10 feet, 14 feet. Average is actually anywhere from 20 to 30 feet. Something to think about around your house or home so it doesn't all pile up in a deferred maintenance nightmare. Arizona Chimney and Air Ducts. The direct number is 602-439-3218. And in talking to all of our partners, uh, Arizona Chimney Sweep, they service the Maricopa County area. You can find them at rosieonthehouse.com. And it's one of those, I don't like creating a lot of categories because it just makes it harder to find what you're looking for. Kind of like you were talking about with the paint. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have so many options. It is, it's hard. But we do have a specialty category, dryer vent cleaning, because it is so unique. And then we have uh, Scott. Out of Sedona, his company is Get the Lint Out, and he services Sedona and the surrounding areas. And then in Tucson, I confirmed with Andrew Intelligent Design Air Conditioning does offer that uh, as part of their services as well. So if you haven't had your dryer vent cleaned in a while, that was our weekly to-do a couple weeks ago. And we must not have talked about it in a while because it generated a lot more response than... um, you know, it, it's always funny what it's, little things ping, uh, ping the interest, and that that came up. Uh, so, a little follow up there. If you did, if you missed that to do from a couple weeks ago, there's your reminder to uh, do it. And then Arizona Chimney Sweeps, they have an offer that they have extended through <clears throat> through March because they had so many calls they couldn't service them all. It's like, well, we'll just keep the offer good through March so we can make sure. And make good on what they committed to that day to to everybody because it's uh that's a well great. a well needed service. Good, good. So well that brings us to today's to today's do. to do. And we were talking to about do. it today's earlier. It's the ghosting door. It's that door that uh, I can remember the first time I covered this on air, it was years ago. We actually had a call from a call from a listener about an hour after I had talked about it. And he said, Rosie, you've saved my life. I've, I get up in the middle of the night and I make my way to my bathroom and I hit my head on the door every single night. He says, I just took your advice. I did what you told me to do. And now that door is completely out of my way. So for that door that ghosts close or swings by itself, the reason it does that is because the door jam is not hung plumb. And that may be the finished carpenter doing a bad job hanging the door. Or it may be the wall itself was so out of plumb, the finished carpenter couldn't get the jam plumb. But for whatever reason, the door's not plumb. So what we can do is go to the root of the problem, take the casing off, disconnect the door jam from the rough buck framing, replumb the whole door, 
that takes a bit of experience. Get it reset, put the casing back on, and get all the painting done. You've got a several-hour job there if you're a good trim carpenter. And if the wall isn't so far out of plumb that it's beyond fixing. So an easy way to try and fix this for you at your home is our weekly tip of the week. We made a video of this, and it does happen to be live on our YouTube channel, and it is the number one viewed video of all we've ever posted. Simply take a nail set or a 16-penny nail and your hammer and remove the hinge pin, close the door, and latch it. Remove the bottom pin from the door hinge, leaving the door closed. Take that hinge out and go out to the carport, garage, or back patio and lay the hinge down on the ground. Take your hammer and strike it pretty hard about a third the way down from the head of the pin. And what you're going to be doing is you're going to be putting a crimp into that pin. Now take that pin, go back to that door, set the pin, use your hammer, tap the pin home into that hinge. That pin now is going to have enough friction on that inch and three-eighths holocore door that it will stay wherever you put it. And it's kind of funny to read the instructions and then watch the video and then go to YouTube and look at the comments of all the people that say they've lived with this. I can't believe I've lived with this for 20 years and it took two minutes to fix. It's absolutely hilarious. So again, just one more little way we're working to become you, the Arizona homeowner, become your best friend is by bringing you little tips of things you can do in, about, and around your house. And uh, I think what we may want to focus on here the next few weeks, bud, is things you can do in, about, and around your house with your kids home all day. <laughs> yeah, everybody's a little grounded. <laughs> I, I heard driving in this morning that the school closures nationally are impacting 21 million students. Wow. And I'm not even sure that's... a going to scratch the surface of what they end up doing five school districts here in arizona that i'm aware of or 21 i think is what gabe said 20 know. 21 across the state have closed so we're this is a great time to find a home improvement project <laughs> that, that you can recruit your kids to help with for sure we only have one and it's spring break at wickenburg this weekend uh, all the other three are homeschooled so i really we're, we're gonna be home all week Anyway, so that that was it has not really affected us at this point. Um, the, it was actually the rain that canceled the rodeo. This yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That it was quite a rain. <laughs> yeah. Well, this situation is going to impact probably everyone. Um, so just be ready for it and stay calm. All right, and 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 if during the course of the week your anxiety level and your blood pressure grows up. Just remember one thing. Hey, we'll be back on air next Saturday morning to kind of dial it all down and you can reset and reboot and get comfortable in your skin again. That's our job here at Rosie on the House. We've covered so far today uh, the, the tree of the month with Integrity Saver Tree and John Eisenhower this morning. We talked about color selection and painting with the Arizona Paint Company. 
They are offering free color consultation with anyone that signs up for a paint job. You can reach them by dialing 602-945-0064. And I would tell you, even if you think you know the color you want the paint job to be done in, I'd say, hey, if Arizona Paint Company is going to give you the color consult for free, take the color consult and just get an expert's eye at what the possibilities might could be, especially in light of what colors they are forecasting to become popular, which ones will fade out that have been popular the last 10 years. Take a look at that before you just jump into it. And if you want to arm, if you want to arm wrestle with your homeowner association, do that ahead of time. <laughs> you know, my, my color issue is Sedona red sure. because uh, I remember I got some paint that I said Sedona red, but it came out kind of orangey. And yeah. um, uh, now I'm going to have to think about repainting those uh, accent walls. Interior accent walls. Interior accent walls. Well, that's that is a handsome oh, color. What did Karen call it this morning? A bossy color. She called the she called them bold bossy colors. Ah, they can they can they can dictate the space, which is what you want done sometimes. That's exactly the focus you want. So we talked about tricks on storing paint and painting. That was all a part of the show just today. Now again, I want to emphasize: mortgage interest rates are as low as they've ever been. You would be crazy not to do an analysis right now on your current mortgage. Now, I'm not telling you to take a 24-year or an 18-year or a 10-year mortgage and stretch it back out to a 30. But see if you can't get take advantage of today's low interest. Put it on the same term you have left on your mortgage and see if you can't take the payment down put more money in your pocket or take what was an 18 or 20 year mortgage refinance it at this rate for a 15 year and see if you're not making basically the same payment and cutting years of payment out of your obligation to own that home quicker so i i I would just beg you to at least explore that opportunity right now Arizona home prices are back to setting all-time record highs. Uh, Congratulations to Arizona and the strength of the economy uh, leading up to where we are right now. Uh, Most of you have a good amount of equity sitting right there in your home, your house, and your castle. Put it to good use and allow it to improve your quality of life. There you go. Let's see. We've got other callers lining up here. Let's get back to them before we run out of time. Sonny is calling from Levine. Good morning, Sonny. Hi. Morning, Rosie. Thank you for taking my call. What are you up to today? Uh, just driving right now, going to uh, lunch with a friend, but. Uh, I had a question. My wife called. Um, we just moved in. Uh, well, a year ago, we bought a new build. Okay. Uh, out in Levine, it was uh, the builder was KHUB. And so far, within the year, it was fine. But 
uh, recent rains that we've had, um, it seems like a lot of things have been uh, going on where a concrete slab in the front uh, moved down. Uh, we were, I was standing on it, and then it just moved down like two inches. Ouch. Wow. Oh, mercy. Yeah, so ever since that uh, that happened, uh, you know, we called K-House because it's still within that one-year warranty. Okay. Um, and my wife, uh, you know, got the, uh, they came over, they said they measured it, they're going to fix it, but it's because of the rain, they're just waiting in. Yeah. Weather. But that, that makes sense. I'll tell you, Steve, um, the Register of Contractors, uh, it's not called a warranty period, it's a review period. It's actually two years, okay? And if I were you, I would start taking pictures of everything with a dated camera capability, and I would send it to the builder, and I would just say, I'd like to register these pictures in my file now. I'd send the letter registered, and this is all kind of a, a extra precaution that you're taking. You say the builders responded. They are going to take care of it when the rain stops. But if those stress settling stresses start manifesting themselves in the foundation, up the stucco wall, inside on the drywall, at the baseboard where the ceiling meets the wall, that drywall joint, uh, start taking pictures of those and date them and, and just send them to whoever at customer service for that builder is taking it and filing it and just keep that on file. Uh, and, and I would not hesitate to kind of casually ask your neighbors if they're seeing any uh, of the activity as well to see if it's uh, through the subdivision or maybe it's just a unique situation right on your particular lot. But put it in writing, take photographs, and monitor it. The fact that the contractor is willing to participate with you right now and repair it is a great sign. Uh, the pictures, the writing, the journal, the log, the diary will all add uh, credibility to your case should you need to elevate it and take it up the ranks at the registrar contractor. Sonny, congratulations on getting into the new home. That's always fun and exciting. Uh, we appreciate your call. As a new homeowner, you're going to want to keep us uh, on your sp speed dial. And make sure you log on to rosieonthehouse.com and subscribe to our newsletter. You do that really well, Romy. Heard it many times. Yes, you did. That was a family favorite. Oh, hilarious. We were Arizona made the Wall Street Journal again, part of it anyway. Lake Mead, we share that water with uh, Nevada and California. It was just interesting. We was talking about how the water level is rising. And it, uh, what really caught me is I had this conversation with one of our partners this week that really, uh, what, it, it, it surprised me. They didn't know, but I mean, just how many people may, may not know, but our water use and our water resource. So, all that rain we had this this week, you know, it's 
It's the same water that's been on Earth since creation. It's just recycled over and over and over again. And, uh, you know, it either soaked into the groundwater or it ran out to the river and it made its way to the ocean before it'll evaporate back into the atmosphere and come back from water or, or snow melt off. But how we've used that water is changing. You know, it's a stat Rosie's mentioned numerous times that we're using as much water now as, as we were in the 1950s with a fraction of the population we have. A lot of that is increased technology and how uh, agriculture is watering plants and growing it. It's the number of farms or the reduction of farms, but that food still has to come from somewhere. And wherever it may be growing elsewhere is, is using that water. Uh, but Nevada, the city of Nevada, uh, the city of Los Vegas, Vegas. they've gone through extreme measures to cut the number of lawns that are in the front of their yard. And their big motivation is all the water that they're allocated to take out, uh, you know, each state has its acre feet of water that they're allowed to take out. All the drains in Las Vegas hotels, homeowners, it's all reclaimed. And everything that they purify and pump back into Lake Mead doesn't count for their allocation. So if they're only allowed 300,000 gallons or 300,000 acre feet of water, well, if they put 300,000 acre feet of water back into the lake, they can still pump it 300,000 back out. So just think about that when you're getting your tap water is everything in Lake Mead's been cycled through Las Vegas before it comes to your <laughs> home oh, castle I don't or think cabin? About that. Oh my gosh! No wonder all the water bottles are gone. <laughs> I, I take a look at Hoover Dam and see if there's any mm, scaling. I guess you. <laughs> I, I learned a lot about water in last week's show with Merchant Gardens from Tucson, and how with their organic aquaponic, they're farming with re, reusing their water. That had already gotten reused from Vegas before it That's got right. to them. <laughs> and I finally took an Arizona destination off my bucket list. It's been on my bucket list for 20 years. I took my grandsons to Biosphere this week. And th their demonstration of how many times you can take a gallon of water and keep tilapia alive, harvest the tilapia fertilizer, feed the garden, filter it through the soil, pump it back to the fish. I mean, at the point we start reutilizing the same water over and over and over again, it greatly expands the possibilities of water management and watershed management. Yeah. Farmer Greg has a good term for that. He calls it stacking functions. I mean, exactly. How many times can you stack a function to use this water over and over and over again. Uh, and there's a class I got signed up for, but just with um, our schedule and travel, I, I haven't been able to get down there. There's a Citizens Water Academy that uh, the city of Tucson puts on that looks so interesting. And um, I'm trying to get signed up for the next one because at this point I've missed half of the classes. And, you know, that's my typical, uh, you know, uh, if I were you, I, would, I wouldn't <laughs> sign up for any classes during rodeo season. That, that'd be my, that'd be the only fatherly advice I could give you. But you talked about um, 
projects to do this weekend while everyone's home and everyone's yeah. grounded. And if you're going to look at your landscape and watering, you know, that's where we use most of the water in our homes. So 70% of our water use is outdoors. With more rain coming, if your sprinkler clock isn't turned <laughs> off right now, it better be. It better be. And it, you can get to waterplantitwisely.com. It's a resource that Water Use It Wisely put together, just taking it one step further. Not just use water wisely, but plant wisely for low water use. And you've got a great resource there if you're looking at... It's an easy time to dig with the amount of water, and it's the air still nice, perfect outdoor weekend. Waterplantitwisely.com, and we'll be back here next Saturday.